What's up, cowgals? My name is Morgan Phillips, and I'm the host of the My Western Way podcast and the owner of the Backroad Bay Boutique. I'm going to be giving you the hot take on the Western industry from things that are trending in fashion all the way to the dirty details on mucking out the stalls. This podcast is for the ranchers, the farmers, the fashion influencers, or even the wannabeers. I'm here to show you that my Western way doesn't have to look anything like your Western way, and that's totally okay. Whether you bought the buckle or you want it, you're welcome here. As Shania Twain once said, let's go, girls. Welcome back to My Western Way. Thank you for tuning in again. If you are watching this, please give us a like um, and download this podcast. It really helps. But I'm super excited. I have a guest that I'm really excited about. She's someone that I really look up to in the boutique world. And so I'm excited for you guys to hear from her and hear her story. So please welcome Danny from the French Pineapple. Hi, guys. <laughs> So thank you so much for being on here. I know it's early for you, but um, just let's just start with giving a short introduction. Tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do. Um, geez, I'm kind of boring, but I am Danny. I'm the owner of the French Pineapple. We have been in business for five, five and a half years, five and a half years. Um, I am a mom, a wife, and we just live in a small little town and kind of just rodeo and live life. <laughs> That's awesome though. I feel like that's the dream for like, it, like it's simple, but it's like the dream for so many girls now they're just, and that's why like your social media blows up so much. Cause everyone's like, I just want to live like that. <laughs> it's so fun. Our goal this year, like we made a goal and like, we always have a word like last summer was hot girl summer. And this year was living. And yes. so I'm like, we are living, we are living life this summer. And that's just, we're like, let's just go. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. That's funny. Cause last night I made a playlist on Spotify and it, I literally called it like loving and living or something something like that. And I was like, that's just the vibe, like a hundred percent right now is just live your best life. <laughs> so obviously like the biggest part of what you do is the fringe pineapple, which you guys have been around for five years, which is insane. That's awesome. Um, so tell us about like why you started it, just kind of what your mission is for that. Yeah. So we started, I was a single mom for a while and then I met my husband and at that point I was working two jobs. So I never really got to be just mom. And so we were just sitting at the table one day and my husband, I was like, my job, like I'm going nowhere with it. I want to do this. And my little boy's like, well, let's just start selling clothes. And so I knew at that point, cause I talked about it in front of him. I couldn't not. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's start it. We live. I wanted to send him to the school where we live, which is a small town. And there was no way I could work around it. We're kind of like, and we're not like in the middle of nowhere, but kind of where we are it's yeah. kind of the middle nowhere. So we just kind of started, we started with one little rack and then I was like, okay, let's go from here. And I always thought I was going to store the bed or the clothes under my bed. Um, <laughs> I, I like literally it overgrows that so quick. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why was I even thinking? <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of, I just started more. I wanted to just be able to be more flexible for him. Like I have this big thing of wanting to pick him up from school. It's the weirdest thing, but that it was my main goal is being able to drop him off and pick him up from school. And then he wanted to bus, And I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. 
No, I think that's such a huge part. And like, you know, you only have so much time with your kids, like 18 comes yeah. really quick. And so oh, yeah. to be able to, like, I look at it of like, you know, I work in a full-time marketing job and every woman that I work with, she's so passionate about like being flexible, being able to pick up their kids. And that's just like such an aspiring like aspect of a mom, like for a mom that wants to be involved. And my mom was a stay at home mom for the first, not stay at home. Like she worked from home for the first, I think until I was in middle school. And I just like, obviously we would butt heads like come high school. But like, I think now the way that we're so close is because she like made those choices earlier in life. And like, we got to build that foundation. So I love that. Um, so yeah. talk about evolution for under your bed, you guys just opened a warehouse or in the process of opening a warehouse. So tell us like what it took to get to that point. Oh girl, it was blood, sweat and tears. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. I, it was, so we actually built a warehouse on our property Okay, and it was just, it was trouble from the start, which I know everything happens for a reason. I hate that saying, but I know it does, but we, um, it just wasn't going as planned. It was supposed to be done in September, came March. It wasn't done. And we were in 600 square feet. We were literally getting stuff in and putting it in bags and shipping it out. Like it was just, it was, it was crazy. So in December, I just looked at my husband. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I need some structure somewhere. So we found a building to rent and we called the people. It was like, Oh, this is perfect. And it fell through. And I just remember we were eating lunch and I just started bawling. And I was like, I can't handle this anymore. And so he actually, the funny thing is the building we just bought, he had showed me it in December, but it has a basement. And I was like, Nope, I can't do it. It has a basement. <laughs> but finally, this last, it was in March. I just was like, we got to get this on our property. And I posted in our little small town group and they're like, Hey, this building just came up again. And we met the realtor and I was like, I'm supposed to be here. Like I feel it. And so we put everything in, it ran so smooth. Our realtor was shocked how smooth it was that everything went through. And so we were in and we just got it renovated and we, the warehouse part, we got done and we're in there and everything is running so smooth. I'm like, that's amazing. I love that for you. Cause I know that is not normally the case. (laughs) It was, I mean, our shipping is like, we are shipping more packages in an hour, like almost doubled how much we can get out because everything is so organized and we changed our scan and ship. So, um, yeah, we really just started with the one rack and I just bought as we went and, um, we went from one rack in my parents' basement to, we have a small front porch. And then from that, I was like, Hey, we need something. So we have a bunk house that was my husband's tax shed. And I was like, well, I'm taking this over. <laughs> and so then after we built the other warehouse and it kind of wasn't working, we just bought our building and it's been probably the best thing ever. That's awesome. I love that for you. That's so exciting. And just like those new set, like, I don't know, not that like business gets stagnant, but you get in the swing of things and like to be able to have a switch up of like, okay, moving locations or something like for me, obviously moving down to Texas, but like just moving locations gives you a whole new, like light in your business. And you're just like, so motivated again. So I'm sure that's the same case for you. Oh yeah, it was, it was like, I'm like, I actually am like going to work now. Like I was really for a long time. I was like, I don't want it off our property. That's why I started is to be, but 
I, my husband at that time was teaching and he would come home and he'd be all day and I'd been home all day. So I'm like, let's go do something. Yes. <laughs> I'm the same way. Oh yes. <laughs> all the time. I'm like to my friends, I'm like, can we like go out, go get drinks, like go to dinner, yeah. like go to the grocery store. I don't care. Like I yeah. just need to get out of my house. <laughs> yes. No, that was exactly. And like where we live right now, there is a, um, gas station. So like, I can't just like run to target. And so, I mean, so I'm like, let's go do this. And he's like, I just got home. And I'm like, I've been home all day. (laughs) No, I feel that. But so now he did retire from his teaching job. Right. So is he working for you? He resigned, but before he resigned, I said, you're not going to be happy selling t-shirts. So you got to figure out something. And so, um, he's opening a tech store in the front of our store and he's like, I just, he's very good with tech. And so he's going to kind of get stuff set up. That's going to make it easier for me and stuff. And then we're working into like, we kind of started manufacturing our own baby stuff and we're getting into the women. So we're going to start doing eventually as we get everything set up, do wholesale and stuff. So he'll be in charge of that kind of stuff. That's so awesome. And it's cool to see like power team, like, cause he brings something to the table, like the tech stuff, which, you know, it it's hard. <laughs> like, it's hard. Clearly, we could barely yeah. get this to work. But um, no, but that's really really cool, and it's just so cool that he supported you the whole way. And it honestly like is a family business for you. Like you have the kids' clothes for Jet. Like you just mm-hmm. have something for everyone, and like everyone's involved. So that's really really cool. Yeah, it's fun. Jet's fun. He will be at events. Like we do a pro rodeo and he was in, I guess the jump house and a mom came to my trailer. She's like, yeah, some little kid in the jump house just told me to come shopping. Oh, he's your little marketer. (laughs) Yeah, That's funny. I like didn't get big into the whole event thing. Like it's just hard. Well, it was really hard in Pennsylvania. Like there are not any events to go to unless you're like really looking for it or looking to go like full-time, like you guys are. But, um, my dad, he is a pro salesman and he's like, give me your business cards. And he'll just walk around, hand them out, like give them out. And it was so funny. Cause, um, I went home and visited a couple weeks ago now. And my mom texted me. She's like, make sure you bring some of your business cards. Like dad hand- handed it. them all out. I was like, <laughs> at least he's doing it. Cause I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. I know that's how sometimes I'll get like messages and they're like, your dad told me about your business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, but it's awesome though. Cause I feel like a lot of, I mean, I've talked to a lot of people and like their family, like doubts them or like doesn't support them mm-hmm. when they own a business and even your friends and stuff. Like, so do you like, what are some of the challenges that you face kind of along the way building your brand? Like, did you have to prove to them that you were going to be successful or they were just like, you know what, we're like supporting you hundred percent. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, like we still got your back. Yeah. You know, my family, like I had someone once say, do your friends take advantage of you? And I am, I lucked out. I am, I'd rather have four quarters than 10 dimes when it comes to friends and my friends, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, my friends, we went through everything together. We text every day. Still like they never, everyone's just had my back, but I'm a person that I'm not going to start something unless my I'm, I'm going through with it. Like, and so like, I think they knew when I was like, I'm going through with this. Like at the time I started, I had a full-time job. So I, after I was like, Hey, I'm going all in like, and so 
yeah, I really, there was no struggle. My family and friends have hundred percent just been behind my back the whole entire time. That's awesome. And that my mom awesome. actually wears more clothes than I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I love that. When did you actually like go full time? Like how far into how many years into it? I, it was literally a couple months. That's um, awesome. Things weren't lining up where I was working and I was listening to podcasts and I swear it was like every sign after another. And my husband just, he was like, just go full time then. And so I'm a very, like, I budget things. Like I check numbers. I have an accounting degree too. So I'm very much really closely. And so he knew I wasn't just going to quit and just let us like, yeah. And so we just, it was, I think it was the middle of, um, let's see the middle of May. It was right after my son's birthday and I started in April. That's so awesome. Um, I just like go all in. <laughs> do you think like at that point, like your business really shifted or do you feel like, you know, it was already like going up or like, do you think that was the turning point in your business where you're like, okay, this is it. We're like doing this thing. Um, I think really, so it did, it started growing and, but at that time my husband was a farrier too. And so he was like, I'll take some of the, like, some of it off of you, but he actually got hurt. And that's when I was like, I just remember sitting at the computer, he was hurt. And I was like, I it's all in, like, I got to make this something out of this. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I was going to ask, so your husband, he's a team roper, right? Or he, yeah, team roper. He, I guess he just entered in cap roping the other day. So <laughs> <laughs> but man of all trades, but so do you kind of base your events off of like where he's going rodeo wise or like, how does that work for you picking events? So we, that's one thing kind of, we had to, we set a calendar out at the beginning of the year. And I was like, these are the ones I want to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, we did a lot of shows, but it got to the point. It was, it's really hard keeping up with online because I don't do separate inventory. So it's really hard keeping up with both. So I dropped some shows because especially where we're getting the building and we just had a lot on our plate. And honestly, it's really crazy, but our sales, we get a lot of sales from us being at the rodeo and posting pictures and videos like that brings people in. So it's more like the aesthetic of it. I feel like than actually being there, like, that's how it was for me. Like I got so much more traction because people are like, okay, maybe she's legit, like a business thing. And I'm like, yes, but like, it's the same thing, whether I'm at home or not. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I always joke around cause I'm like, I'm not a cowgirl, but I'm like, was this little city girl. So I'm stuck in the middle. I'm the wife that films and holds everything. <laughs> I am the girl in the stands for sure. <laughs> yeah, I am the girl in the stands in. Yeah. So yeah, we just kind of, we set a calendar out and he knows the shows that I'm like, I love these. And he's like, we've yeah. done continuously, but other ones we've just kind of like had to set aside just at least for this year. And then I'm like, it's where if we have time next year, we'll go, but, um, yeah. I'm not pushing it like I used to. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I mean, that's honestly why I didn't continue with it. Like I did it for a year and I was like, this is tiring as heck. It's like, hard, and it's hard sitting in the sun when it's yes. so hot, so hot. Like, did your trailer yeah. have AC in it? We have like this little unit, but it only hits you. Like when you're standing, Yeah, there. you got to be like right in front of it <laughs> set up. It's hot. And then you're all sweaty and you're like, okay, this was hard. <laughs> yeah. What is your radius for like traveling to shows? How far do y'all go? You know, we, I stayed the only, there's some, this one lady, she has a vintage show and she treats us so well. And she yeah. does such a good show. And she's, we just did one. It was seven hours away, Ooh. but it was one of the funnest shows I've ever right. done. <laughs> it's worth it. I, it was, it was worth it. I wouldn't do it multiple times, yeah. but 
it was worth it for that one. <laughs> and I know you have two girls working for you now. Do you have yeah more or um so we're gonna hire in august where july is kind of just a little slower month we were i was like we just had the two and i've just kind of taken some time off i'll get up i'll build emails um but they the one girl has worked for me for almost a year and a half and she's like she knows me to a t so she can get she can get stuff done exactly yeah i think it's uh everyone's like they'll ask me they're like can't we work for you or whatever and like I'd rather right now I have three interns one like is back in Pennsylvania and she does like all the back end stuff and then the two girls here like pack and ship and help me with that stuff and I'm like I'd rather have a core group that knows what they're doing and then Mm -hmm. instead of also I'm not like a business girl like the managing aspect of it like I don't really like love all that so I don't want to like get bigger into that than I have to and right now it's all like close friends and stuff and like I I did a photo shoot the other day and they're like it was a couple of different random girls that I've never had before since moving down here and they're like it honestly just feels like friends hanging out and I'm like that's exactly what I want my whole business to be like I don't want I know you have to you know take things seriously eventually like there's things that come up but I just want like my business overall because I think if it's internal it goes external too and then people feel more accepted and more part of it and want to be your friend and stuff like that so I've always loved like keeping circle small (laughs) yeah no that's exactly and that's how we have a thing like I'm like we want you to leave. Like we want you, if you're not, don't like doing something and you're better at something, we want you to do your strong suit and we want to help you get stronger and like believe in yourself and kind of, but that's exactly how we are. We try to get everything working smoother. And if we can make it better in a way, Mm -hmm. I would rather have less employees and know that they can do their job and know what they're doing right. and a whole team. And it's a lot to teach too. Like from our aspect, like obviously we are in everything, we know everything, but like teaching that to other people sometimes oh, yeah. is like <laughs> really hard. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I know I probably, I never realized it before. Cause like, you know, when you have bosses that are teaching you stuff and you're like, mm-hmm. what are you even saying? But they just know it so well that they, it's hard for them to teach it. And I'm like, dang, this is me now. Like I am, I'm a, literally apologize 24 seven. Cause I'm like, I know I'm not explaining this good, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm the type I'm like, hop on board, keep up. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Like just, just watch and learn, watch and learn. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> no, I love that. Um, glad to know I'm not the only one that's like going oh, crazy. No, too. <laughs> I, thankfully I've, Haley is the one that's been working first and yeah. she's been training. Cause I'm like, Hey, you got this now. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, so tell us about like your love story. You've been sharing a lot of that, like on TikTok and stuff. And I love watching your guys' like videos and stuff. I just think (laughs) it's so cute. I watched your, you did like the YouTube ad, I think, or whatever, like the video of you guys in the story. Was that like a year ago now or something? Maybe, maybe longer. What one was it? Um, it was like the one where y'all were like sitting down, uh, and I think you were just like, oh, honestly telling your story. Yeah. So that was actually from the boutique awards, which was, um, oh, yeah. oh gosh, that was like three or four years ago. But I remember, I think that was like one of the first videos that I found of y'all. And I was like following like instant follow, <laughs> love it. Like yeah. I'm all for a good story, but so tell us about how you met your husband and just kind of like the story. Cause I think it's really cool. Yeah. So we, um, he rodeoed with my best friend from college, hus- her husband. And um, I was just like, 
I was, I lived single mom life. Like it was fun. I loved it. And my friend's like, I have a guy for you, but you have to be nice to him. Cause I just was doing my own thing. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, so it's actually at the pro rodeo watching her husband. Cause she couldn't make it. And he's like, Adam. So I added him on Facebook and we actually ended up both being at, it's called Braun brother reunion. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the beer garden. Some other guy had bought me like six thing of six pack of beer. And my husband walks up. He's like, Oh, you must be Danny. Well, we wasn't my husband, he's like, yeah. you must be soon Danny. To be. <laughs> yeah, soon to be. Little did we know. And um, I was like, Yeah. And so then we kind of talked, we hung out, and then he didn't call me back. <laughs> no. Around. And um, so then he went to college. I came home and we kind of started traveling back and forth. And he was a little frat boy at the time. And I was just working. Um, but after that, I just told him, I was like, I just want you to know, I can't leave my area. Like I'm really close with my family and he's close with his family, but I call my mom every day. <laughs> Me too. Yep. So he, um, we actually broke up for a couple months and then we got back together. He actually got a job here and didn't tell me and moved down here. So it's about five hours and moved here, got back together. We got engaged and then we just kind of went from there. That's awesome. It's all <laughs> yeah. God's plan. Like it works out the way it's supposed to. Oh, There's yeah. little hiccups in between, but that's, I love that. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> and so how is it like now kind of transitioning to being together probably a lot more than y'all were before and like working together? Like, how's that transition been? Um, It's been a challenge. I like structure and he likes to fly by the seat of his pants. <laughs> so <laughs> he had to meet in the middle. Like I just told him, I'm like, we got to have structure here, but it's been awesome. Like, it's been nice to finally spend time together and like, yeah. I do like build something together. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys are like now working towards the same goal. So it's just kind of totally different, but like that's yeah. fun to do together. Cause it, it's going to bring up new challenges of course, but like, it's also, you know, new successes together, which is fun. And it was nice to get it to the point that he, cause just how it had all went out, like from me quitting to him taking over shoeing. And then he went from shoeing to shipping and then we hired. And so he could rope more and yeah. then like, okay, just you can stop teaching and come like yeah. do this and now your life is like fun and flexible like even more so than it was before like y'all can you know do whatever like travel whatever you want it's so fun yeah we were planning a market trip and we were usually planning it around a school and I was like I can't find flights he's like I'm not <laughs> anymore we're good I was yeah. like, <laughs> are you gonna go to Dallas market yes we'll yeah. have to meet up for sure yeah, let's do okay we'll cool we'll go for drinks or something um but uh I was going to ask too. Oh, so like what challenges have you faced? Like, you know, we're kind of post COVID, but not really like in a weird middle of like post COVID pre like pandemic, like, you know, economy going to crap, like things like that. So what challenges have you faced that like you kind of had to overcome? Like either it can be as simple as like just the way social media changed and Instagram. Oh God. You guys are big social on media's Instagram. algorithm is yeah (laughs) it's a challenge in itself I think that's what's really hard is when we first started like Instagram we had a little more reach Mm -hmm. and then it just like I swear it's changing like one second something is blowing up and then you're like is anyone out there literally reason I don't know what happened but my Instagram changed so people 18 and under couldn't see it but at the same time 
even the ones that were older didn't see it unless they went to our page and agreed it. So a lot of people thought we like weren't in business. Yeah. Like our ads and like our other stuff kept it going. Um, the only thing I think what the learning to buy is what I think is was my challenge. I just kind of learned, I was buying really, really deep. And then I was like, why am I sitting on this inventory? And so, um, I think that's, especially with going into like everything now, everyone says there's a slowdown. I'm like, I'm just going to adjust our stuff to what we need to do right now. And it's been, our sales have been up and good and I'm, I'm like happy with it. So I think that's the main thing is social media, trying to figure social media out has been a challenge. Yeah. Do you guys like use any like outside like resource? I know you're in the boutique hub, right? Yeah. Yeah. So do you use like any outside resources just like for inventory planning or like anything like that? Or you just kind of figured it all out by yourself? I just figured it all out by myself. Like I'm not a person that's like, Oh, I have to order this much. in. I'm like, I don't want to order stuff. I don't love, but when I love something, I'm going to get it. Like right now, our girls are dying over the cuff jeans. We can't keep those in stock. It's summer. I really ordered shorts for summer because our girls are so obsessed with the cuff jeans. And so I'm a person that if it doesn't sell and I can't keep it, I'm not going to really buy it because it's, it's us that's modeling it and doing it. So I want them to fit to us. I like really struggled with that. So I like fell into the whole trap. I was like, okay, I made it this far. Like I want to scale more. And I like signed up with, you know, markets boutique what a, or not markets boutique. Um, I don't know, whatever the one that, that's like the management one. And I like oh. signed up with them and like, they like break it down by like category and stuff. Like you have to buy this much and this much and blah, blah, blah. And like uh-huh. my sales like dwindled. And I was like, because it's not, it's not me. Like it was so, to buy. yeah, it was systemated and like automatic. And I just like, was literally like, okay, I need dresses. So like, here's a couple dresses to fill the gaps or whatever. Like it wasn't things I was passionate about and it kind of all worked out. Like I stopped that. And then like, that was right when I was like closing down to move down here. And like, I feel like I just like regained my whole sense of style and like self-worth since like moving down here again that I'm like so hyped for it and it's it's shown like in my sales I'm like this is what I've been missing and this is what like I just wasn't myself anymore and so like I feel like I mean I don't know it depends like there's obviously really good benefits from like using those outside sources and there are things that you should outsource but like if you can learn it yourself and like keep everything in-house like the benefits that you'll see return from that it's a lot of work, but it's worth yeah. it. Well, and you have to sell what you love. Like I am not a person that loves dresses. Yeah. I love jumpsuits. And so yes. if we go somewhere, but I, so people are like, get dresses. And I'm like, girl, I can't style that. Like you want it. Like I can yeah. sell you a jumpsuit though. And <laughs> I just notice it just like, if I do what I love and like who are like, we're built around, then it sells amazing. But if I'm like, oh, I, I kind of like that style and it doesn't work for me, it's not going to work. <laughs> and sometimes people will be like, oh, get this, get this. And then they won't buy it if you bring yeah. it anyways. I'm like, you told me, like, I trusted you, your word. But no, it's so true. Like you, I think people can tell the products that I'm like super passionate about and love because those ones are always the ones that sell out. Cause I think they just like see that. And like, if there's one that like, I'm like, eh, okay, this is kind yeah. of ugly, whatever. Like it definitely just like sits on the back 
like page eight of my website and like <laughs> never sees the light of day. And then I'm like, why do I have this like a year later? And then I'm like, oh, dang, like <laughs> yeah, you're clearing it out. And you're like, I knew I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. So what is your process kind of like for like sale stuff? Like, I know you guys do a lot of bigger sales and stuff. So do you do it like kind of seasonally? I do it quarterly. And then our big thing is I don't, I just kind of do it when I'm like, okay, we got it. Like I've been a lot smarter this last year with our buying. So I haven't had to do it as much. We've been doing one just with our older inventory that I bought too deep on. Yeah. Um, but our black Friday, we always do a huge self. It's been my thing. The girls know it. And so I kind of like, I don't really worry about selling the inventory. If so, we just wait kind of till black Friday to do our big one. That's really smart. And I think like people I've seen a lot of boutiques like get in trouble because they get so worried about like sitting on that old inventory where like if you just wait to do a huge sale and hype it up enough like you're gonna make your money back like tenfold like my um it was crazy to me I didn't even I mean I wanted to like clear out the inventory from because I knew I wanted to like rebrand my style in a sense so like my like moving sale or whatever was the biggest day I've ever done and it was just old inventory that's been sitting there for like a year and a half since I've been open and I was like all right so maybe we'll do one sale a year now (laughs) like yeah no and that's kind of just like we have sweaters this sounds really stupid and some boutiques will be like what (laughs) we bought like I think we bought over thousands of this sweater but I knew I wouldn't be able to get it back in yeah. And so we just like, we don't move it to sell. We just kind of put it back in as we go. Yeah. No, that totally so makes sense. Go back in in August because it sells so good in fall. And I yeah. was like, I'm not gonna be able to get it back in. Yeah. What, like, what platform do you think is your biggest like sale maker? Like, is it Instagram, TikTok? Like, what is it? You know, you? if a TikTok goes viral, <laughs> it's huge, but it's, it's just not. hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, lately it's actually been Facebook. Really? It's like going back to that. Do you have a group or just a page? I don't usually use, I use our group, but not, it's like not my main. Um, so just our normal page. It's so crazy because I know everyone's like my engagement, you know, we've had some posts that our engagement is so down and I swear they were just too busy buying the item to like it. Yeah. No, that's so true. And uh, you guys do a lot of like ads. So you run those all in-house too. Mm -hmm. Um, no, I actually, um, I've had a lady that's ran mine since for the last four years. Um, oh, that's awesome. Nadia, and she just knows and kind of knows our stuff and just has yeah. ran them for us. Well, I love them too. Cause like, they're very, you like all your, like you guys do a really good job of like communicating just even with like the fonts you use in your text and like emojis and stuff like that. Like you keep that really consistent across everything, which is oh, really, yeah. really good for your brand. I love that. Yeah. I am a very, like, I kind of use the same stuff (laughs) through everything just because yeah, it's, it is who we are. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Um, I always end the podcast with three kind of like quick rapid fire questions. I think it's actually four, but, um, (laughs) so we'll just go through those. So the first one is what is your favorite country, like music song or artist you can pick whatever. Gosh, I love, uh, Casey Donahue's like my OG, but Turnpike Troubadours is probably like the next after that. And Tyler, Tyler Childers, he's like, I name all my animals after his songs. I was going to say, well, we both had Jolene's, which the saddest story, really my heart goes out to you (laughs) so much for that. But, um, now you got another dog, right? 
Virgie. Yeah, her name's Virgie. Yeah, Probably so Virgie. cute. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Um, okay, next question is favorite Western movie that mm-hmm. you've watched? Gosh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> watch a bunch of TV. <laughs> I know I'm I'm a reality TV girl. Like I will yeah. admit that to the day I die, but <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what? I always walk in when the guys are watching John Wayne. So we'll just go with all the John Wayne stuff. It works. <laughs> Solid choice. Um, and then there was another one, but I forget it now, but we'll just skip to the last one is the most important anyway. So like when you're looking back, you know, on everything you accomplished, what do you want to be remembered? So like the purpose of this podcast is my Western way it doesn't have to look anything like your Western way. Like everyone has their own Avenue what do you want to be remembered for like contributing to the Western industry? Um, you know, I'm a person that's always like, follow yourself, like follow who you are and do you. And that's one thing I think if just like, if you have a passion, like don't, you can't take it to your grave. Like you could change someone's life with what you do, like follow kind of your gut and stuff. And that's one thing, like I've always tried with everyone. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Like follow follow, I guess, follow your aerial blazer trail, like kind yeah. of your, like, do not to you. be cliche, but yeah, <laughs> yeah not to be cliche, but do it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. That's so good. And I think it's so important. And I think you're definitely a testament to that. Just like, you know, all your whole story really falls in line with yeah. that. So I love yeah. that. And that's the thing is like, I, there's girls like, I can't do it. I'm like, you can do it. Like, and it yeah. works out how it's supposed to, like, I really am not a fan of the saying, like everything happens for a reason, but really I can trail everything back that everything does. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much, Danny, for being on. Hopefully we get to meet in person at Dallas market, but I love following you. I know a million other girls love following you too on Instagram and stuff. So, um, I appreciate just like your words of wisdom and being able to come on here and talk about it. Oh, of course. <laughs> Thanks for having me.